the know for Monday, November 20. It's the 324th day of 2023. There are 41 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know. We're at K105. We're on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Here at SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcasts, we're on Facebook. You'll find us on YouTube where you can subscribe. We are on the platform formerly known as X and uh, as Twitter, now X, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The holiday season officially arrives later on this week, the countdown to Thanksgiving, and we're preparing along with you that and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in, the nose settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Thank you. How you doing? I'm good. My board says, love to eat turkey, sung like Adam Sandler. Uh, you have a turkey on your shirt. I do. So let's I talk do. later because okay. that looks like a that looks like a bird that would be good to eat. Okay. Uh, stressful <laughs> week, though. Short week. Yes. yes. And lots to accomplish. Yes, uh, a lot. Black Friday is coming up. Mm-hmm. Small Business Saturday is coming up. Mm-hmm. You've got at least uh, three Thanksgiving gatherings to go at to. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a busy time. But it is. You're going to make it through yep. it, aren't you? All mm-hmm. right, so let's go Go team, go. He is a five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Short Creek. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm curious about you. I don't want to talk about it. Nice question. <laughs> Next question. Next. How many times have you had a stretch of back-to-back weekends that were this awful? Next question. Yeah. So, uh, How many of those do you get? Rough. Yeah. How many next questions? How many passes <laughs> do you get before you have to? Well, especially because it's probably not going to get any better next weekend. Yeah, that's uh, because uh, you get both uh, big rivals. Yeah, there's nothing really to look forward to. Um, on, on that regard, although uh, maybe some basketball, maybe UK basketball will uh, be yeah, the Yeah, it's going to make me feel great when they beat St. <laughs> Joe's. St. Joseph by 400 tonight. Well, yeah, we'll get to the get to the rough weekend. Sam's weekend started off rough, though, uh, on Friday when uh, learned that the Bengals were losing their starting quarterback for uh, the remainder of the season. So um, I, I did like your meme, though, just, um, uh, just wearing your... Just got to put on your, a brave face. Wearing your Michael Scott hat and yep. putting on a brave face. That's all we, yeah, that's all we can that. do right now. Mm-hmm. Rain chances and wind ramp up this evening. We're going to be uh, rounds of rain tonight into tomorrow. Your Tuesday is your rainy day of the week. Then we get that out of the way and things look better for Wednesday. And mm, a little bit, but Wednesday is going to be the cool day of the week. We'll see... 50 as you're high on Wednesday as you're preparing. One of the reasons for keeping an eye, of course, because the salute to the American farmer is Wednesday midday at uh, Wilson and Muir Bank. But before we get there, scattered showers today and a a 30% chance of that, a high of 59. Tonight, a 100% chance of rain, breezy, a low of 53. Won't be overly cool this evening. Then we'll rebound tomorrow with a high of 59 and an 80% chance of rain. We'll see some scattered afternoon thunder showers. 
And then if you're watching, you can see ahead on your forecast. Thanksgiving looks pretty nice. Going to see some passing clouds. We'll see some sun. The high will be 57. And then we get into the late weekend and get some more rain chances or so. So anyway, that's how you're, that seems like a Thanksgiving week to me. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, yeah. kind of right on cue. Nationally, um, the nation is talking today about the passing of former First Lady Rosalind Carter. At age 96, my first tip-off to uh, Miss Carter's passing was that I saw my uh, aunt and uncle hub, Mary Lynn, they posted a picture yesterday, which I'd seen many times before, but it was a picture of the Carters when they went to Plains, Georgia. They went to church service in Plains, Georgia, where President Carter was for a long time still teaching a Sunday school class every day, so... Uh, they they saw that picture and I thought there must be something going on because I knew that, you know, hospice care had been involved going into the weekend. So um, Rosalind passes at age 96. They've both not been in, you know, they've both been in declining health, of course. So uh, it's only a matter of time for all of us, but, you know, only a matter of time when you... 77 years? 77 years, how long they've wow. been together. But I did, I was grateful for the quote from Bill Clinton this morning. Uh I didn't have that on my bingo card. It was not How a quote. Saying that? It was not a quote from Bill Clinton this morning. It was a quote I learned of this morning from Bill Clinton, and I thought he summed it up very well talking about the Carters. He said that they have done more things for more people in more places than any couple in the world. And I thought, yep, absolutely. Um not just the Habitat for, Habitat for Humanity, but the other humanitarian projects around the globe that have planted seeds, that have byproducts, that have future crops that they don't even know. The Sunday school lessons that he led, the examples that they made with a commitment to one another. So there are many things seen and unseen that help drive toward what President Clinton was saying, that they have done more things for more people in more places than any couple in the world. So I knew about Amy, their daughter. I did not know they had a total of uh, four children, Jack, Chip, Jeff, and Amy. Amy was uh, in the White House when they were in the White House. 11 grandchildren, 14 great-grandchildren. A grandson died in 2015. So the nation will be mourning her and will be afforded the the um, same ceremony that we honor uh, all of our first ladies with. What I will be interested to see is what role former President Carter is able to play in the national ceremonies that that they will have for Rosalind. He will obviously be interested in being involved at every step, but it might be revealing. You know, we were told two or three months ago Mm -hmm. that things weren't looking great for the former president. And so every day goes, we think, okay, well, it's it's another day. And now the timing of this is very, is interesting, but it will... It will see how capable he is of actually being uh, out and about He's and mobile. Also, ninety nine years old. That's right. right. Like, we, I mean, we wouldn't blame him a bit. Right. I think my my guess is the reason that I say that is it will help me sort of determine how quickly we're going to be having a state funeral. You know, for is it especially when we were told three months ago or two mm-hmm. months ago, it was like it's uh, it's not looking great. So anyway, um, thanks for the service and. 
And really just spreading love and kindness and service around the globe. That's what I would most thank uh, Rosalind Carter for. Close to home, the Kentucky State Police have announced that three Breckenridge County residents have died in a two-vehicle accident. Troopers responded to a crash Friday afternoon about 325 at the intersection of Highway 86 and 690 in Custer. The preliminary investigation revealed 59-year-old Charles Lucas of Irvington was driving a Toyota truck west on 86 when he crossed the center line into the path of an eastbound 09 Ford Escape, being driven by 37-year-old Kenneth Smallwood of Harnett. Lucas was transported to Baptist Health Harton, where he later succumbed to his injuries. A passenger in Lucas's vehicle, 55-year-old Edna Lucas of Irvington, and Smallwood were pronounced deceased at the scene by the Breckenridge County Coroner's Office. A Hardin County man with a long list of arrests has been indicted for killing his father. 37-year-old Tyler Sharon was indicted for murder by Hardin County Grand Jury for killing his father, 70-year-old Michael Sharon. The killing occurred Friday, October, uh, Friday afternoon, October 27th, about 4.30, when Radcliffe Police responded to a residence on Hill Street and discovered Michael Sharon deceased after being beaten and stabbed. Tyler Sharon experienced a medical episode at the residence after being detained by police, and he was transported to the hospital. He has been indicted for murder by Hardin County Grand Jury. Grayson County's county attorney has been selected to serve on the transition team of our newly elected attorney general. Jeremy Logston was chosen to be a member of Attorney General-elect Russell Coleman's transition team. The transition team members are... Like the moving crew? I don't think he's probably going to move any boxes. I think he'll be moving some files around his desk, help, helping vet out interested parties in the office. So in that transition, you have a lot of people who were in the former, uh, the current AG's office that will be setting sail off in their new direction on whatever they're choosing to do if they're not staying. And then there's an influx of people who will be coming in or are interested in moving in, and someone has to go through and vet these candidates and help assemble this team and make sure that there's continuity of services to the Commonwealth because that's you know the most important part. But there's some prestige involved with that. And I would think having, you know, that type of uh, connections can can serve well on many different levels. So just wanted to mention that to you. And I'm sure Jeremy will do a fine job. Uh, speaking of changing of administrations, the gubernatorial inauguration plans have been set for December 12, 1 p.m., the inaugural parade along Capitol Avenue, if you want to be in Frankfurt that day. One of the inaugural parades that I have marched in. I was, I was going to say, what governor? Wallace Wilkinson. I didn't know if by that you were saying that you were going to march in that parade coming up here in a couple of weeks. I will not. I didn't know if your band, if you had your band uniform ready. I do not. But I will not, and I do not. <laughs> Busy that day. Uh, tragedy down in Bowling Green. A WKU student from Lexington has been struck and killed in Bowling Green. The police department there said officers responded to the accident Friday evening. On Campbell Lane at the intersection of Fields Drive, that's around Shogun and yeah, Starbucks. I used to live and right there at that, that. that apartment complex. 22-year-old Daishira, uh, I hope that's right, Chanel Marie Garner was first struck by a vehicle that was entering a turn lane. She was tossed into another lane, hit by another vehicle, transported to a local hospital where she was pronounced deceased. Certainly a tragedy. That section of Bowling Green is one of the busiest, most mm -hmm. dense. It has just become, you know, there used to be not anything out there. 
and there used to be only Kroger out there, which made it busy. But now the development out there is just so there's traffic moving every direction, people trying to get in and out. So, and uh, that young lady lost uh, her life in because partly of that busyness. I don't know if I mentioned she's from Lexington, going to school in Bowling Green. Kentucky seasonally adjusted preliminary October 2023 unemployment rate rose to 4.2%, according to the Kentucky Center for Statistics. That was up 0.1 from September and a 0.2 increase from one year ago. The seasonally adjusted jobless rate for October 2023 was 3.9, also up 0.1 from September. So there are the latest figures on that. I saw a headline that said FEMA approves more funds to help Mayfield utilities. They approved an additional nearly $2 million to the state of Kentucky to help Mayfield Electric and Water Systems defray the cost of emergency protective measures taken following the December 2021 tornado outbreak. It's a testament to when you hear people say this is not a, everybody shows up with the hot soup and the bread and the blankets, right, in the short run. But this is a testament to having to have a years-long repair plan, and they are still recovering from that and still trying to figure out how to repair infrastructures and protect their community going forward. The Friday night to the weekend got off well enough. Uh, it was Meet the Cougars night. Yeah, it was good, did good you night. Get, did you get met? Did you I, met the Cougars? Well, I, I didn't need to meet many of them. I'd met you them You had met before. most of them? Yes. Okay, got it. Uh, but it was good. I always like talking to the players, too. We had... Uh, I guess I can say Sydney Perkins, not Kidney. Uh, it, You'll she have was to si- ask her. She was Sydney that night. Sydney Perkins and, and Allie Jennings from the girls' team, along with Coach Mack. And then on the boys' side, we, of course, had, had Coach Travis Johnston and then uh, had Hayden Robinson. You might know his parents a little bit. Yep. No, and yep. then uh, Zach Bratcher. All right. So it was good to get to meet them. So you can go back and watch that on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's good because the three-point contest was enthralling and everything. It was good. Did I see Hannah Smith in the three-point contest? She, and uh, listen, she could shoot. I I didn't realize. She, I mean, she hit probably five or six threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, she got a was, head start to the basket. So that yes, helps. yes. And <laughs> I I kind of asked her dad after. I was like, "Did you teach her that? You know, all that? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not." Well, but, he used uh, to play. He, I know, but didn't mean he played well. And just because you get a scholarship doesn't mean that you play well. Well, I played at Edmondson, right? Which I'm not knocking on that at all. I was actually a manager at one point when he was playing. We've talked about that on air before. Everybody knows where the talent comes from. (laughs) It's the Grayson County side. The looks and the talent. We know where where it comes from. And then also, Kentucky basketball won. Uh, Reed Shepard had 25, kind of a, I don't know if we call it a breakout, but it was a continuation of a really nice performance from Tuesday of last week. So Reed Shepard had a nice week for Kentucky. They routed Stonehill 101 to 67. Did you get to watch? I was busy watching something else, so I didn't. You were watching Meet the Cougar Night. That's 100%. So yeah. that's why I didn't. Did you get to go back and watch it? No, I was, I've was. i been busy all weekend, so I haven't had the chance to. And I was talking to somebody on Saturday, and I said, hey, do, do I do I need to? I was like, or is, is me reading the recap enough? And they were like, yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's, it's I, a 40-point game. I kind of have this policy you all know this about me and I, th- I think the audience does too i will i will rarely i don't like to use the word never but i'll next to never watch a sporting event where the outcome is known mm-hmm. to me <laughs> like once i know the outcome i'm like ah, they're not really that interesting uh kentucky is hosting saint joseph's tonight 
in downtown is that six or Lexington eight? KY. It's uh, six. Okay. Six p.m. Central is the tip tonight. Then uh, I thought, I thought Sam, I thought your commentary about UK strip South Carolina Saturday night was uh, well formed and and thought provoking. And it was basically, is UK hit a ceiling or is Mark Stoops at his ceiling? And that's, that's, um, and, and that's a the, good question. And the question is, is, is it worth to find out the answer? Yeah. Um, I still... Um, it's not going to happen. No. Like, the, like no, he, it won't. Mark Stoops will be the coach next year unless he decides he doesn't want to be. Sure, that's 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 exactly right. Uh, I, I still remember the Joker Phillips era, and I remember the how mummy era and how that ended and i remember the bill curry era and i i will still take the last decade of uk football over any of those but you are looking for a team consistent enough that you win games you should and you occasionally knock off teams you shouldn't i'm not asking you for to win the national championship but i am asking you to quit laying eggs against south carolina and a team that clearly is not very good and they're just undisciplined. And I think we're missing John Schlarman more than we realize. There's just think, a there's a culture missing in that team right now that is needed. It's just at what point does that argument like and I'm not saying anything about your argument of the well, I remember ten years ago what it was like. At what point does that argument need to go away? And I'm not saying like taking any shots at your argument, but I'm just kind of like at what point do we need to say this isn't good enough? You know, yes, Kentucky football has never been here before, but we've also built to the point where we can get maybe to that next level. And is there a coach out there that can bring it to the next level? I don't know that anybody knows the answer to that. And I think the question is, is do you want to take the risk to see if somebody is there? Sure. If you go back five years ago, they built they built a team around the big blue wall of which he was part, the primary architect for building and keeping in place and motivating and developing a blue-collar, carry-your-lunch-pail-to-work mentality, the Landon Youngs of the world and the C.J. Conrads and the, like all those all, people that are now playing in, Jackson, the, yeah. people that are playing in the NFL and being very successful right now. They built the receiving core and the quarterback role. People are like, you're going to protect me while I'm in the backfield? Yes, I want to play for those teams. So there has just been some... And see, that was football. I don't know. That's the one issue is that Mark Stu- that that era of football is 20 years ago. You know, the new era of football is more of what they're trying to get to. And I think that that transition period is not what Mark Stoops wants. So I think you got this kind of t- uh, tug of war happening between and somebody's going to have to give in. They are going to, I mean, maybe I'll be shocked, but I have just resigned that they will lose big on Saturday in Louisville because the cards have just been thumped too many times by Kentucky recently. They're wanting some they're wanting some revenge mm-hmm. and this is going to be their best shot to have it at least in the last, you know, 5 years. So I, we will uh we will see. And then uh UK U of L men what lost by one to Texas? Yeah, on a buzzer beater. Yeah, and then they will uh I think they're playing again this afternoon at uh, MSG. They're playing um, that's uh, Madison Square Garden for those of you who don't so, anyway, it's going to be a. We got multiple sports. We got basketball holiday tournaments going on. It's big time for sports. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is beautiful day. Beauty surrounds us. Music, pictures, flowers, people. You name it. 
necessarily weather-wise. It's the most beautiful day in the world, though. This is a great, well, I think this is a beautiful album. Dido. I knew you were a fan. I know. Thank it's, you. You're welcome. It's name your... <laughs> see, what, see what you did there? It's name your PC day. I call it names sometimes. Oh, yeah. I had, I had one that was definitely named. I don't think I've named because they've all been... Since Ruby Red... Well, that's. They've all been. Uh, I was curious to know if the ones since Ruby Red have been bad because they weren't named. I, you know, it's well, bad, lu- bad luck not to name uh, ships and boats. So I I'm wondering know. if this was because the naming stopped at Ruby Red. Yes. It's also Peanut Butter Fudge Day. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm in. Thought you might like that. Is like, that the only thing that makes peanut better? Is to make it fudge. Um, yeah, well, probably. As you're walking down to Vandalay Industries, you can procure some. <laughs> I swear it's a, it's so tempting when I walk right by it. Are you importing peanut butter fudge? Uh, I no. know you're not exporting it. No, so. <laughs> no, it wouldn't make <laughs> it very yet. far if I were exporting it. <laughs> not yet, not not yet at least, right? Uh, oh, oh, no. If Thank- I'm going to take the time to make it, it's, it's, not, le- it's not leaving, yeah. <laughs> Thankful giving day number 20, canned of mixed vegetables. So, day number 20. That box is getting heavy. Mm-hmm. And it is getting full. Day number three. There are some Thanksgiving uh, traditions that I was running across, and now I don't know where the where my list went. It's around here somewhere. Okay, pulling the wishbone. Yes, that's, okay. that, that's one. Uh, I really don't Football. know where that, where that list went to. Who gets the little, uh, do you all remember the white with the little red? The, I guess it's like the thermometer that the, that pop. Do you remember the that? Pop up, the pop-up timer yes. or the pop-out timer? Which kid got that? Huh. Well, I didn't, I never, I never knew that one. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know people out there are going, Here they are. oh yes, I know what she's talking about. So some of these I'm familiar with, some of them I'm not necessarily familiar with, but giving back on Thanksgiving. The holiday season have always been a special time for people to give back, but especially on Thanksgiving. Last year, there were about 582,000 unhoused people in the United States compared to 580,000 in 2020. So a lot of people will. I know there are a lot of organizations, a lot of businesses that even stay open on Thanksgiving to at least have a meal that morning for people that might not otherwise. Uh, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is always a tradition at our house through the years. Is just yeah. uh, you know it starts and they kick off the parade and you, know, you get yeah. to see. Santa. Usually, I'm traveling during that point, so I never. So at the I, time of day you're traveling. Uh-huh. So the parade has been an annual event in New York City since 1924, and it's changed a little bit. It's interesting to see some of the old footage. This is the hundredth one then. I I do not know. I if guess it's World been, War Two. World War Two. I don't think didn't... it's been contiguous. Um, okay. I think there were a couple of breaks in there, so they'll probably celebrate one hundred in a few did it years during COVID. Didn't they like a a scaled down version or something? Uh, some people host a friendsgiving. A lot of people use the friendsgiving as a test run or a trial. If you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, if you're hosting or you're trying to make new dishes, it's a good time to trial and error. On that, you, you oftentimes don't want to roll out something new for the main event. This will be uh, the 94th. A lot can go wrong. So they've obviously taken a few years off here and there. Write down what you're most thankful for. Decorate your home. 
sit down and tune in your favorite holiday movie. I watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Friday evening. Mm-hmm. That's one of the one of my more favorite. I don't watch it all that frequently, but I've mm-hmm. seen it you know four or five times throughout the any, years. Any Hallmark movies? No, not a single Hallmark movie for me. Alaya uh, and I are going to try to squeeze in um, Charlie Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to try to squeeze that one in. And it's still on Apple Plus, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw it on the monitor. We did the Halloween or the the Great Pumpkin. That's um, good. And we were talking about that this morning. I say there's a there's an outside chance you'll hear this on Wednesday. You're sixteen twenty one. That's all you get. It's almost like you got it on a key ready. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, like I almost mm-hmm. had it at the ready. Play games with the family. Mad Libs, bingo, charades. All very old games. Jenga. Uh, we Un- had a surgeon undefe- of Jenga at our house. Undefeated, for a bit. undefeated Jenga undefeated. champion right here. Undefeated. Yeah, because he's once asking. No, I'm up to like five or six games. Play, I, uh, I bet you Leia could 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 put the beat pretty, down on you. She's pretty good. No, she's the one that can't beat me. Well, uh, yeah, I got faith in her. She's pretty good. One of these days, she's gonna. One of the things our family, um, we would look at the Black Friday sales ads after that's that's the very last (laughs) thing it's interesting (laughs) because uh, some people will start the day with the turkey trot marathon we're in the turkey trot neighborhood now i don't know Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna be able to squeeze that in or not but it's not like it's not convenient break a wishbone there's your i didn't Uh see the pop-up timer on here well uh, i meant to look it up but But shop the friday after thanksgiving that's right the circulars or whatever get drug out after the meal on thanksgiving and a lot of her family members over the years, they would load up and go shopping that evening on, on Thursday evening and let it spill over into Friday. So that's what I think uh, the stretching of the season, uh, I, I think people want to do that for the experience, not because necessarily that's where you get the best deals any longer. But maybe if you're searching for that one thing and that one thing in particular. Twilight's like Monday. Mm-hmm. I also ran across a Thanksgiving guide for parents. You'll be dealing with things like picky eaters. <laughs> like nobody will, nobody will give you grief. Okay, I at least recognize that thing. Nobody will give you grief if you also take along chicken nuggets to Thanksgiving dinner because your kid won't eat anything else. No, nobody's going to hassle you so long as they're well behaved. Yeah, I mean... Now, if you bring them chicken nuggets and they're not very well behaved, mm-hmm. then you're more likely to right. get shade for your chicken nuggets. <laughs> Parents also shouldn't stress out about how much green bean casserole or carrots their kid ate before digging into that pie selection. Also, relatives who make comments that could be seen as reinforcing toxic di- toxic diet culture, whether that's grandma's wondering aloud what those mashed potatoes will do to her waistline, or an uncle teasing your kid about how much they're eating... If that sort of body shaming talk in front of your kids makes you uncomfortable, be prepared to advocate for them. Okay. I mean, yes, good, good point, yeah. but it's just okay. Um, it shouldn't happen. That's right. Just do, right. just do you. Do mm-hmm. the best you can do for you, and just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with the politics. Like, just, just like we don't need to. We don't. We, we, Agree. Like, just. There will be a bunch of people Monday and Tuesday. There will be even more people Monday and Tuesday who have the sniffles and are snotty mm-hmm. because the bugs are going to get handed mm-hmm. around later this week. 
If you're sick, stay home. Wash your hands, especially before, during, and after preparing and eating. You can wear a mask if you want to. By the way, I had a mask on yesterday. Now it was keep all the leaves and dust out of my lungs because I learned my lesson on Saturday. But you know, out and about lately in the past couple of days, I've seen a I've seen a handful of people with masks on. Actually, it's a time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people it, that it is kind of wild that the the one year I wore them all the time, I didn't get my. I usually get a yearly cold and didn't get it. Really? Yeah. Um, figure out ways to improve ventilation, such as opening a window or hosting guests outside if the weather allows. Do uh, kids' table or no kids' table? Samuel, you're a, were you all a kids' table we family? Were. But it was more space. Yeah. There just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was hilarious that as the older we got, it was interesting how many adults started to join the quote-unquote kids' table because the kids' yeah. table wouldn't have some of the discussions that the mm-hmm. adults' table would have. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was funny. I do like this tradition, though. Um, make a picture of the new baby in the family holding a turkey leg. Oh, that is cool. I like That's that. That's cool. That's neat. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that kids' table uh, thing, Sam, because I'm going to got something that lines up with that similarly here in just a moment. Thanksgiving is the second most popular holiday in the United States after Christmas, with nearly 90% of Americans celebrating every year. Uh, I, I'd be I, interested. What's third? Fourth of July? Mm, maybe. It depends on who you ask. A lot of people New are probably going to say Easter. Easter. Um, then, but then beyond that, you'll probably get into, we'll probably get 4th of July, New Year's, Memorial Day, Labor Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Something, something like that. My birthday. I I had some commentary yesterday that it, it's my belief that the older you get, the more you like Thanksgiving. I was not always, when I was a kid, I didn't like Thanksgiving. I like, eh, it's Thanksgiving. It's just, it's hot, it's indoors, it's food that I didn't really like. But as an adult, especially getting to be an older adult, I love Thanksgiving a lot more because there's so much less ha- hassle and you um, get to focus on things that really are worth focusing on, you know, things like turkey. <laughs> but anyway, I just Mashed think potatoes. that, well, and I, I also went and said that, you know, Christmas and Easter and those holidays are extremely important, but if you don't have a grateful heart and a thankful spirit, those things don't mean what they should. So, and Thanksgiving should be a, should be a daily activity, not just a not just a one day or not just a season. It should be, it should be all the time. And then, of course, who doesn't look forward to fighting on Thanksgiving? <laughs> there will be arguments on Thursday. So the question was, who do we fight with the most? <laughs> when there's an argument, Dad is usually at the center of it. Nearly 40% of people say they were most likely to get into an argument with their father over the holidays, followed by a grandmother, (laughs) grandfather, and then an aunt. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Like mom? Mom just wants peace and harmony for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Mom, like moms will put stuff in the closet. Like, like, nope, Mm -hmm. I'm not, we're not going to ruin Thanksgiving. Dads, they're like, I don't care if we run Thanksgiving. So I thought that was funny. That is funny. The order. Dad doesn't surprise me. But then grandmother is next, mm-hmm. not mother. But grandmothers get to the age like, I don't have to worry about not ruining Thanksgiving anymore. But mm-hmm. the aunt slides in there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the aunt is the one that stands out to me. Like she's over here, mm-hmm. like laying in wait. I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How many aunt squabbles do there turn into? But not uncles. You know, uncles are out shooting basketball or whatever. They don't. They don't necessarily care. This also is family avoidance season. <laughs> and it goes back to the whole argument and fights yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like that's uh-huh. the that's the whole reason. And then I got uh, one from the uh, I got one from the uh, the headline is all you need category. You know, sometimes we roll these out. The headline is all you need. Florida man arrested for pooping on dead possum on street during rush hour. <laughs> The headline tells you everything you need to know. You need nothing further. Except maybe why. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy right there. It kind of looks like a possum, actually. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by Litchfield Memorial Chapel. Providing Grayson County with compassionate professional funeral, cremation, and pre-need services. Litchfield Memorial Chapel. Celebrating life one family at a time. Call 259-4566 or visit litchfieldmemorial.com. Did you know there's no such thing as a Cornish game hen? Cornish game hens are just young chickens, like two pounds or less. So you don't. If you're going out, somebody tells you we're going Cornish game hen hunting. It's a lot like snipe hunting, so just be prepared. Cornish game hen is more about how it's prepared than what it is. And yesterday I saw a feature on the food issue of CBS Sunday morning, and I don't think you were near when it was on, but it was about bunt cake pans, the origins of them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize all the different designs. Like I had only seen the ones that just have the traditional, you know, Mm -hmm. the lines in them. With they, the hole in the middle. Yeah, right, with the right, hole yeah. in the middle. These, yeah, they got no. all kinds of them. I mean, yes, can... uh, pyramids and all kinds of really neat things. Yes. They thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. But I saw someone who baked a full meal in a bunt pan. They would take a chicken. They would take a hen, and they would put it over the hole. Oh, like a, like a beer can yes. chicken. I guess that's, that's exactly is that how that works. Which I've done. And then so you put vegetables that's around the, the bottom mm-hmm. of it and bake yeah. them, and then it allows the air to flow mm-hmm. up inside. Yeah, it's like a like a it's, beer. So, yes. There people do that with that a beer fun. and put that, mm-hmm. and so, then it like infuses inside. Bunt pans, not just for dessert anymore. <laughs> I think that should be one of their. Mine stays their. in use pretty frequently. Yes, but it amazed me. <laughs> I tell you what, after walking away and seeing all of them, I thought, Wait a minute. Listen. She's the kitchen gadgetster of of the kitchen gadgets, so and the so that's why I kind of thought, how is it that you don't have a fancy bunt pan that has different designs? I'm sure she can find one how, at Vandalay Industries. How do we not have one that is Cinderella's castle? How do we? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, sure. I'm I sure. A, you... I did find a very old school one. Mine is a traditional one. But I did find an old school one in my importing and exporting. So, Weekend box office, the Hunger Games tops the other debuts. The Hunger Games did about $45 million. Trolls Band Together did about $31 million. The Marvels at three. Thanksgiving at four. Five Nights at Freddy's is at five. So that's the way it went at the box office. Billboard Awards were last night. 
pretty much all you need to know is if you like Taylor Swift or Morgan Wallen, you were happy. And Drake. I think Drake had a good day, too. Did I saw the Drake headline. I couldn't tell if Taylor Swift and Drake tied all time or if it was oh. last night. Well, we're going to say facts are optional, Completely. Right? Yeah, it's whatever you... Um, if you care, you know. <laughs> the the Chiefs go to the Eagles tonight. Patrick Mahomes says Kelsey's romance with T. Swizzle has not become a distraction. I guess we'll find out tonight. But I did think it was funny. There's a Philadelphia radio station that banned Taylor Swift music the week out before mm-hmm. the Chiefs cut. They were like, "We're not, we're not playing any Taylor Swift music until the Eagles beat the Chiefs." That should be a good game tonight, shouldn't it? Yeah, I picked the Chiefs because. Well, actually, no, I went with the Eagles, even though it's in Kansas City. So it's. Oh, it's in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought they were coming to the way they were setting that up. Aaron Rodgers says that he hopes to resume practice as soon as December second. I saw him throwing the other night. Can you believe is the I Jets mean, aren't going to hang on long enough to make the playoffs? I mean, Are they? You can throw without your legs, technically. Yes. I mean, it's it's maneuvering in the pocket. It's. I mean, he's he's almost forty years old. I can't imagine that by the time December second hangs around, that the Jets will be in a position that him playing will really be advantageous for him. Yeah. Well, but it's still a marvel when he get hurt in week one. The way the Achilles injuries used to mm-hmm. be, you're like you're losing a year of your life mm-hmm. if you're somehow involved athletically or physically. You're going to be dealing with that for a year. The fact that he may be able to practice professional football as we as early as December 2nd is more of a testament about medicine than it is about Aaron Rodgers, I think. Well, who knows what he's been putting on that. That's true. I have got uh, the ayahuasca or something. I, here, here's a list of the top ten best and worst cover songs of all time. Some of which even surprised me. I go, that's a cover? I didn't know that was a cover. I've even I've even heard covers of covers. Number 10, the worst cover song of all time, When a Man Loves a Woman by Hmm. Michael Bolton. I do got to tell you, I like the original best. Number 10 of best cover songs of all time, Satisfaction by Devo. I didn't know. I only know Devo for Whip It. I didn't know they (laughs) remade the Stones. Number 9, best, Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. So that's a Chris Christopherson cover. Number nine, worst, Marilyn Manson, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, the Arrhythmics. He did that in 95. I don't know that I've ever heard that version of his. <laughs> now, here's one i got to look up. Duran Duran remade. This is the eighth worst cover of all time. Duran Duran remade 911 is a joke. 911 is a joke in your town. Get, 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 get down. Flavor Flav and what, P.E. and all those. 1995. This one, you're going to disagree with, Miss Buckles. Okay. Uh-oh. 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 Number seven, worst cover song of all time, Lenny Kravitz, American Woman from Ooh. 1999. Agreed. It is not as good as the original. Yeah, I'm sorry. Guess who wins? Oh, I like I like the Lenny Kravitz version better, actually. Um, one, because it's from um, Austin Powers, isn't it? I think it is. Eighth best, Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson, Valerie. I didn't know he they she remade the Steve, I guess that's the Steve Winwood single. Seventh best, Walk This Way by Run DMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Some of the other were Susan Boyle, Wild Horses, and Four. At number three, worst cover, Madonna, American Pie. 
Oh, now that is one I will definitely disagree with. Number two, Jessica Simpson. These boots are made for walking. Yeah, leave it to Nancy. She did it best. That's from 05. Some of the best. Uh, Louis Louis, the Kingsman in uh, 03. Aretha was number five with respect. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you at number two. Now, you ready for the worst? You want the worst worst or the best best first? Worst worst. You want the yeah. worst worst? All right. The worst worst is... <laughs> Mick Jagger and David Bowie from 1985, remaking the Martha and the Vandellas, Dancing in the Street. Is it Martha and the Vandellas? Yeah. This song was terrible. It's an interesting combo, though. They just had to do something. You want to you sell 10 million records? Sure. We're going to pick out a good song? It doesn't matter. It is painful. It's I painful. agree with you. The number one cover song of all time. From 1968, Jimi Hendrix remaking Dylan all along the Watchtower. I'm indifferent to it. There you go. Got to get to a break. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning. You're only in the know. MB's point to ponder for today. What do you feel? We can't spend a whole lot of time on this. It's hard for me to figure it out, too. What do you feel is the most historic thing that has happened in your lifetime? Oh, got a 9-11, right? I, I immediately went to that, but then I thought, okay, let's think more broadly about For me, this. it's 9-11. Well, or COVID. It was the most newsworthy thing. I mean, it, it changed the world. It changed security. It changed mm-hmm. the way, it's, you know, terror became mm-hmm. our new war, et cetera. But then... You know, I've lived through things that happened in the space program, which I think that, mm-hmm. you know, that the things that we got through the space program, like these things, mm-hmm. you know, and so where would we, how, what would life be without some of the technology that we have? So I, my immediate break was to do exactly what you did. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, let's not, let's look at this a little longer. Weren't you about there when the Wright brothers too? <laughs> Uh, I was born the year you're following. I uh, watched was it, it the sheriff that was there I, that day? I watched the Wright Brothers flight on VHS the year after because we uh. rented it from the Red Box there outside oh. Kitty Hawk. Not Blockbuster? No, no, Red Box had taken over already. Yeah, I think it's got to, for my age group, it's either 9-11 or COVID. I think we'll need some more time to decide about COVID. I yeah, think the, I do. The That's real, not one for me that I'm, um, I would go... I think the full story on COVID is not written yet because I think I don't know that it even matters. I think there are things down the road that not even related to the virus, but things that the way that our world is different or changed or. But doesn't that make it historic? Does make it historic. No, that's what I mean is I think some people would be hesitant to say COVID is the most significant thing. But I think I'm really interested when we get 20 years past COVID Mm -hmm. and look back at it as a season to see what we really think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just current events right now. I mean, we maybe, you know, look back in just a couple of years and say... The Third World War began. Right? I mean... All right. TV tonight. Kitchen Nightmares on Fox. The Voice on NBC. And the Eagles at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles and the Chiefs. Today's highlight in history. This date, 1947. Britain's future queen... Princess Elizabeth married Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. 
at Westminster Abbey this day, 1947. The new half season of the crown is out mm. and it is well done Did you binge it i no, through i think there are four episodes in the first part and then the second part comes out december 2nd and i am nearly caught up on the first part the episodes are shorter i think the first episode like 36 minutes or so so it's kind of easy to to watch but they did they handle the diana thing very well so and set your I have set a reminder coming to Showtime December 2nd is a documentary it's the 40th anniversary of Thriller. Hmm. Wow. Okay, now that is going in my It'll be shows. on your DVR. Oh, well, but it's still going in my shows and movies notes so that I can yes. Yes. I even heard somebody say there's Thriller and then there's everything after it. They're like it it defined. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. Windows 1.0 was released this day, 1985. We've come a little way since then. Comedian Dick Smothers is 85 today. Joe R. Biden is 81 today. Norman Greenbaum is 81. Joe Walsh is 76. Bo Derek is 67. So she's 10 times 6.7 now. Wow. Jim Brickman. <laughs> Also, who we like to call Snoopy is yes. 62 today. Joel McHale is 52. Dirks Bentley is 48. Josh Turner is 46. Joel McHale is 52? Joel McHale. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed he was that old. Gone but not forgotten, Edwin Hubble, born in 1889. Robert F. Kennedy, 1925. Richard Dawson, 1932. Dwayne Allman in 1946. All right, let's try to get chart toppers quickly. I have one more on this date four years ago today. I don't know if you remember this. It might be a, a bad memory for you. It's the first time you and UConn ever worked together on In the Know. I set a reminder. It, it came through on my thing. This? It came through on my uh, YouTube. You know how it'll recommend something, and it, mm-hmm. it was that date. So I set a reminder to remind myself because I was like, well, that was interesting. Uh, just popped up, but... Dion, run around soon. So I don't know whether that was a good good thing to remember or not for you. It's a memory I'd rather forget. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. Picking scabs on old wounds. The Partridge family, I think I love you, number one in 70. Okay. 1979, the Commodores were number one with Still. I do love this song. I do too. And you've heard me say this many times, but when it was extremely popular, the Cougar Marching Band put it in their marching show, and they turn at the end. I'll never forget it. But uh, let's go to 1988, Kylie Minogue and the Locomotion. I guess I'm not sure I've ever heard the start of this song. It took me a second. Everybody's doing Mom, baby. Mom, baby. Mom, back. Something about the way you look tonight. Elton John, number one in 97. Justin Timberlake, my love in 06. And eight years ago today, Adele was saying hello from the other side. There you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, the only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. The only person you should try and be better than is... He is the person you were yesterday. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.